Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hi, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Happy, like, real 2021. Now we're actually in 2021 when we're recording this. Right. We always record from the past. Yeah, always. What are we doing on today's show, Care? Well, we are continuing on with the theme of just chatting it up. Because, again, I'm shocked, but evidently you guys like it when we just shoot the shit. It's shocking to I me. I know. So we are going to shoot the shit. We're going to talk about spoiled kids and discipline. We're going to do some hot goss because there has been so so much lately. I mean, it's like overload. Really, 2021 is starting off so great with all this hot 2021 gossip. is the year that doesn't stop giving with gossip, and so far I'm here for it. Me too. And then we're going to just do a little, you know, a check in to just see what kind of stage of quarantine we're in at this point, <laughs> you know, mentally, emotionally. And as always, you know, we have hashtag swag bag. But up next, the tits and the shits. That was terrible. <laughs> Okay, can I go first? Because I have been, I haven't even told you this. I have been waiting to share this live on the show. Okay. I know you've been telling me about this. Okay. So anyone who's listened to the show for a long time knows that I really have a lot of disdain for British programming. Peppa Pig. I don't really love Downton. Like I'm just like, basically if it's, if I'm looking at it on Netflix and I find out it's British, I'm like, nope, I'm good. Same with any foreign language subtitle thing. But over the break, I got really into two British shows. One being Bridgerton and the other being The Great, which Bridgerton was good, but The Great, it is my top pick for best show of 2020. Who plays Catherine the Great? Remind me. Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning and then Nicholas Holt is the Emperor Peter. She's great. He is also great. It's funny. You just enjoy the entire show. I'm shocked because I also, where I thought you were going with this is I sent you a text saying that Paw Patrol is now on Netflix with British dub. No, I don't give a fuck about that. That's where I thought you were going to go. I was like, oh. I'm not done. I'm not done. Because the common thread of these two shows, and this is where my family, yeah, my family should just stop listening, is like really hot sex. Like, did you watch Bridgerton? Did they ever start listening? Yes, they do. They do. I'm finding out that I have like grandmas that, I only have one living one, so she listens, like Matt's family occasionally listens, and it's going to get, it's going to get horny here. So I just, you know, if you don't want to hear about my sex life, Stop listening. I have not started Bridgerton. No, we were, we, we've been getting other television. Okay, on. well, Bridgerton essentially is like all about pulling out. It is like, I have never seen 10 episodes or eight episodes. I forgot what it is. All about like whether somebody jizzes in some, inside somebody or not. And it is <laughs> hot. That was the grossest way to say hot. You're like, <laughs> I know. And so is the great. And you know what else is hot? I've been having sex again because it's really turning me on. Get it, girl. And like, who would have thought British shows are getting me all hot and bothered? We had sex on our dining room floor yeah, uh, like two days ago. I've been getting it and my husband's been getting it and he just turned to me upstairs because I was like, ooh, I can't wait to tell Carrie about. And the momtrage about our British sexcapades. And he was like, ooh, you know what we should watch next? I said, what? And he goes, the Tudors. And I was like, ooh, you know I love me some Jonathan Reese Myers. And he looked at me and he goes, I know. And I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. Get it, Matt. So that's my tits. 
We've been having British sex. I've been having strange sex dreams about random people that, like, I'm not really attracted to. Is it to. Owen Wilson? Because, you know, that's who I always have weird sex dreams about, even though I'm no way attracted to him. I think, okay, guys, this is why you tune into Momtourage. I'm going to say something that's slightly controversial. I think that you're having sex dreams about Owen Wilson because you love me. Because I no, look like No, but this Owen is like Wilson. before I ever knew you. You were manifesting yes. me. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. <laughs> I got that Owen Wilson nose and sometimes that kind of yeah, hair. Yeah, monkey with the dick nose nose. That's me. That's my nose. <laughs> anyway, I've been having a lot of dreams. I had two dreams over the break that I was having a daughter. And the psychic said that, and they, I bet you her name's going to be Mary. That's Mary Maria, isn't it? I love how we've decided, like, you're not the person that names your child. I bet you her name right, will be like, Maria. Like, she, she just comes, comes out, out with a, name with tag. a premonition and she's like, hello, mother. I am Mary. Maria, take your pick. Those are your options. Like she fully talks. She's like, wham, Maria. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you don't Bridgerton pull out, you might have a daughter. You need to watch it just to see how it is that an old timey British show can focus so much on where this insanely hot guy jizzes. Like, how is that such a plot point? And it's still good. We've sort of skipped to the last, next to the second to last segment, which is at what stage of quarantine are you? Ashley's in the stage of quarantine <laughs> where she's having a horny British-based Two sex. times. Does Matt go like, cheerio? Cheerio, old chap. <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> As he's mounting you from behind on the floor. No, no and that's he, that's my shits. Does he pull out on your back and go spot a tea? <laughs> no, but my shits are that after having sex on the dining room floor, my back hurt for like two days. <laughs> that's also what stage of quarantine yeah, you're so in. Yeah, just like an old lady. Anyway, those are my tits and shits. What about you? I guess my shits is that I just put my kid down for a nap so that we could record and she is screaming screaming bloody murder downstairs. So my shits are that raising a kid is hard. So fucking hard. Raising a kid is hard. It's real hard. It's real hard. I don't know how people who do it and say that it's easy. Like recently Lee said, guess you're not just one of those women that just like says she loves having a baby. And I go, no, it's not that. He goes, I didn't mean it that way. I was like, well, that's exactly what you said. He goes, no, just, you know, those ladies that are just like, oh, like having a baby is everything. Like, I don't need anything else. It's just like me and my baby. I was like, okay, yeah, I never said I was that. You're not that. And also, have you ever listened to the podcast? (laughs) I was like, no, but I, I do actually fully love my child and I so enjoy being with her. I just think this condensed time of like it only being us in this house and I don't even like take her out to do stuff yep. anymore so like before we used to like go out and do excursions like you and I would go to the zoo with the kids or like whatever it's the same shit every day it's the same shit every day and I feel like we never get anything done and I'm not doing anything constructive with her it's just like I don't know where the days go I'm always exhausted just because every day is fucking exactly the same it's the same four things we eat same four things we do it's like never ending. we've hit the same point of everything at lo- literally last night Sebastian was like getting crazy before bed and we told him that the neighbors were going to take him to live (laughs) for him to go live with them. It worked. So feel free to call Child Protective Services, but I'm not stopping and I'm going to do it again. Actually, you know, my grandfather used to do it. He used to say that there was a girl down the street named Kathy and that if I was not a good girl, he was going to replace me with Kathy. And I was like, who's this Kathy? Why have I never met her? Our neighborhood is so small. (laughs) Yeah, we just say you're screaming too much. Billy next door and Dennis are going to hear you and hear how unhappy you are. And they are going to take you to live with them so that you 
you're stopped being so miserable. And then he started crying. I was like, no, no, I know do that. I know do that. We were like, okay, well then. Uh, and Matt like got on the phone and pretended to call Billy and was like. <laughs> I could believe Matt. Usually Matt's not in on oh, this shit. He's really reached a level. Matt's at our level of quarantine, in all honesty. He is right wow. there with you and I. This is like a secret preview of where we are in quarantine. So my shits are just like, it's getting to me. I mean, I feel like I've stayed pretty positive and I've, well, I mean, that's a lie. I haven't stayed positive, but I've, I've been like doing shit while being fucking angry and depressed. <laughs> like I produce the podcast, you know, we, I teach yoga. I like do crafts with Luna and shit. And I've just reached the kind of the stage where like, I don't care. And I had been caring for a while and trying to like work out and do other stuff. I've just reached the point where I'm like, YOLO. Uh, I just... Yeah. We just all need to just, like, get through at this point. Like, let's just, like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even want to think about the repercussions. I just need my child not to die, and I need my mental health yeah. intact. Yep. I feel you, girl. That's where I'm at. Do you have any tits? My tits are... I don't know. My tits are that my mother's coming tomorrow, so I'll have three That's days nice. of help. And I just miss her because all I see is uh, Lee and Luna, so just another person to mix it up is kind of nice. I mean, I love my mother, but even just like anyone to mix up the doldrums. I've been using the Peloton. I sort of fell off the wagon the last three days, but I've been doing the Peloton. It's really fucking hard. It's really fucking hard. And I got a new nail decal set to do my... <laughs> at home nails and I'll let you know about it. I don't know if it's a tits or a shits, but just reporting the facts. The possibility that I could have blingy nails in quarantine is giving me <laughs> a little bit of a tit. Oh, well, that's good. The promise of shiny nails. I'm excited. I might I might do it while I talk to my psychic. Oh, good. That's a to be continued. Exactly. Up next, we're talking about spoiled kids and what makes kids spoiled and all things pertaining to spoiled. What's the deal with spoiled kids? Oh, spoiled! But daddy, I want to Noopa Loopa and I want it now! Oh my god. Okay, here we go. Okay. So, I have been concerned lately that maybe my child is spoiled. Mm, me too, a little. About my child. I mean, you could be worried that my child is also <laughs> spoiled because she might be. I think it's a common issue with only children. Yeah. I myself have been accused of being spoiled. I don't think that I am, but I definitely had a lot of attention put on me. Hey guys, my child is sitting on my lap for the next part of this because she was crying like her skin was peeling off. She was, in fact, crying like that. Do you want to say hi for a second? Hi. Why were you crying? I miss my mommy. How come? Because you, you missed your mommy? Yeah. Okay, you didn't want to nap? No. Why? Don't you need to sleep? No. No? Can you say butthole? Butthole. Can you say ass? Ass. Can you say fuck? Check. There we go. That's our contribution for the show, you All guys. All right. Okay, so being spoiled. Um, maybe I, I just answered my own question by letting <laughs> getting my kid from crying. Um, I may have answered my own question. I just have been um, a little bit concerned that she is too spoiled uh, because I don't have the energy to fight her about stuff during quarantine. Like today she said that she wanted a gummy bear, and I said, wait until you finish your food, and then I just gave it to her because I'm tired. I get it. I've been... I, there's a lot of things that I do that are like that also. You know, the the ongoing school saga for us, it got to the point um, we're back at school and I'm just like, you know what? You don't want to try your best? 
I don't even care anymore. Like next fall, hell or high water, you're going into a school every single day and uh, you're going to socialize with other children and it's going to be... You're going to go every day, including the weekends to make up for this quarantine. The teachers who are not paid enough are going to have to deal with you, in all honesty, because at least they went to school for this. I didn't. I'm also not paid enough for anything I do. That's what I have to say about that. Thank you, teachers, and Godspeed for next year with my child. Here's the thing. I am a disciplinarian. Like, I give her time out, but my child likes time out, so then I, like, don't know what to do. She enjoys, and she will hold it over my head. She goes, I go, do you want to be in a timeout? And she's like, okay. And then she crosses her hands and gives herself a timeout. And then sits there smiling, counting. And I've tried for a longer, I've tried to put her in a different place. She just likes it. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't even know what to do about that. I've tried taking things away and she laughs. Yeah. And then the next day she like taunts me. She's like, you took away my toys yesterday because I threw this on the floor. I was like, yeah, that's it. There seems to be no repercussion. Even my mother is like, wow, I don't know what is going to break her. I don't know what's going to break her. I'm not jealous of you because she is very headstrong and I like Sebastian's headstrong but at least you know we can say certain things that'll work that I don't know what to do I haven't found anything that works and in fact she like psychotically like smiles and laughs I just don't know what to do and so then I kind of either give up or I also don't want to go too hard on her because she's only two and her cognition of things isn't like and she seems smarter than she is so then my mom was saying that maybe I was giving her stuff that she wouldn't punishments that she wouldn't understand because she still is only two so what punishments does a two-year-old understand I think like food and taking away toys that's a paper for your dada? Yeah. Okay. Okay, keep drawing. Sorry, guys. Oi. This should have been my tits, but I didn't know about it until What's after. What's your tits? That my kid is now here recording oh, on the shits, one, one little shit. bit. That's what I meant, my shits. That's what I meant. Oh, God. <laughs> this episode is just going to be called Mashugana. As an only child raising an only child. Me too. Me yeah, too. My well, you know, you you walk the line of only child yourself because you have a brother and a sister, but like I have a half brother. I wasn't raised with them, but I do have Right. Yes. So I never know whether you count as a full only child. Half breed. <laughs> People always try and say, oh, only children are so spoiled. They're so spoiled. Like, when it comes to monetary shit, I don't think I am at all. And I don't think, uh, Sebastian, it's too early to tell. But I I don't think I am spoiled when it comes to monetary stuff. I am, however, very spoiled when it comes to the attention of my, like, inner circle. Which is, you know, Matt and my mom and my dad. Uh, And even my mom and my dad, not so much anymore. Mostly just Matt. And it's hard for me to handle like when Sebastian's like, I like daddy better. I'm like, well, fuck you. I don't say that, but that's what I want (laughs) to say. But even Sebastian, you know, like I've been trying to clear out so much shit from the house. I know a few people having babies. so I'm trying to like get rid of stuff. Sebastian's gotten to the point where he's like, I don't want, I don't want that toy no more. You get rid of that. And so like we are selling toys. We're getting rid of toys. We're doing stuff like that. And he's, he gets it. Like, I don't use it anymore. Why keep it? I have my toys that I love. So I'm proud of him for that. But then also he'll watch a commercial on Nickelodeon and be like, you buy me that, mama. You go buy me that. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> no, you got to earn that shit, bro. I definitely wasn't spoiled monetarily. And my mom was a big disciplinarian. Mine too. For sure. Like, mine was huge. Dis- oh, guys, also, I just want to let everyone on the podcast know that currently my daughter is holding my hand so she can poop. We've talked about this. It's happening right now, live on Momtourage Podcast. It is disturbing and invigorating. <laughs> 
Maybe that's why she's spoiled. Is your child so spoiled that you always hold her hand when she poops? Then maybe my child is spoiled. But my mom was like a, a very deep disciplinarian. Like I got punished hard yeah, and I, all she needed to do was have a look yeah. and I was done. Like there didn't even need to be yelling. Yeah. There was not yelling. I guess I was spoiled in that my mom took a lot of care in like she paid a lot of attention to me. Everyone like I was very beloved by everyone. I just was like the only grandkid for like a long, you know, yeah. for a while. And so everyone, you know, I was like the number one. And I did have like lessons and like the kinds of gifts I got were like thoughtful, but we didn't have a ton of money. So it wasn't like I was spoiled. Like I got everything right, I wanted. Right. It was like the thoughtful stuff. I think the other thing we need to remember is, and we're all in the middle of a pandemic and we're all going through this really weird upheaval of our lives that is just like, it's really, it's really stressful. And I, you know, I think we all think like, well, my kid's age bracket has it the worst because, you know, they miss their friends. But like you and I, our kids like don't know anything else but this at this point. They don't remember last year. So they don't know what last year was like. This is all they know. This is their normal. Not socializing with other people, not playing with friends, not going to school. They know being at home with mommy and daddy, everyone at home trying to juggle everything, only hanging out with us. Like that's what they know. And I see how it's affecting Sebastian. And I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, I also think Luna's very headstrong and got like a big personality, but it makes perfect sense that this is affecting her. I'm hesitant to call our kids spoiled because of it. The other day Lee goes, I know that we wanted a sassy kid, but I think it's a little too much. And I was like, I know, be careful what you wish for. I did wish for that. And I'm like, I don't know. I like want her to keep her personality, obviously, and be sassy and be like herself. But how also then do I teach her how to be like polite yeah. and have like a little bit of fear instead of being such a bossy, fearless lady? I wonder these things all the time. It's like, how do I how do I teach you to like be confident in who you naturally are while also teaching you to- right, yeah. While also teaching you to consider other people and not be selfish and not be narcissistic like how how do we do that so you know we're just doing our best man I am gonna say that my daughter did get a Mercedes convertible car for Christmas that's nice from Santa so that might be spoiled well it's not from not Santa, spoiled. You know, so what are you supposed to do the other thing is discipline like the second part of this is I'm unsure how to discipline yeah that's just like the second part of this is that I don't really I'm not gonna hit my child I know we have differing feelings on that but I'm gonna try not to hit my child I, we don't have different feelings on that well you threaten a pup house yeah I threaten him a little smack on the mouth, which he does occasionally get like a little, a very light pow on the mouth when he spits at me um, because right. he's been hawking loogies in my eye. He did that the other Ew, that's day. Disgusting. Yeah, it was absolutely so the disgusting. most revolting thing. And I like share a toothbrush with my husband sometimes. So it is literally the most disgusting thing. And it, he's just that's like, so he doesn't understand respect at this point. I, I maybe, right. you know, like in terms of smacking him across the face or hitting him I don't really do that but I'll give him a little like right well I wasn't saying like you're abusive but you like threaten I just needed to clear that up because this is public I don't want people to be like oh she beats her kid and thinks that's cool because I don't And then she threatens to go to the neighbor. Hi, Child Protective Services. No, I mean, the timeout's obviously not working. Maybe I'm doing it a a different way. I need need the super nanny to help me. I know her. I can hook it up. I know you know her. I know. I'm just trying to figure out, like, how to discipline. Like, taking away toys didn't really work. Rewarding and then not rewarding and taking away, that's not working. I just really don't know how to discipline her because I will discipline. I'm okay doing, like, the hard stuff. I'm okay doing that. But when it doesn't work, I'm just like, why? am I even trying? You know, like, why am I even doing this? I get it. It's so frustrating. I don't have an answer for you. 
This is where peer-reviewed journals really come in handy, eh? Um, so, guys, we would like to hear from you. Now everyone's in my room. Lee, the dog, the baby. We want to hear from you. How do you discipline your child? How do you discipline your toddler, specifically? I mean, we want to hear how you discipline your child, period. But Or how did you discipline your older child when they were a toddler? Please, you can either email us at momtragepod at gmail.com, DM us at momtragepodcast on Instagram, Is that all the ways? Or hit us up on Facebook. All right, let's move on to more fun things. Hot gas. Hot gas. Oh, God. Okay. I couldn't believe that I broke the story for this. I know. I thought you, I was like so proud of myself. I know. Two, actually two things I broke Actually, all of these things on the list you have broken to me. I am so excited because Ashley, in case you haven't already figured it out, Ashley's usually on the I am the the goss queen. I think that I have been up early and up late and so this is why. That makes sense. You've been too busy banging out your husband. Okay, we had sex twice, so let's not call it banging out my husband, but also it's true. Jason Sudeikis and... Olivia Wilde have decided to part ways. They were never married. They've no, been they engaged were for like married. seven years. Weren't they? No, they were engaged uh, the whole time, never married. They had two kids, yeah. though. They were never married. And they've been broken engaged. up for some time, like for at least like six months, I'd say. The big goss is she is dating. Supposedly. I think it's confirmed is now. It? Everything on Twitter that I saw was like allegedly, 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 supposedly. No, I think we have a confirmation now. I think we have a confirmation. Is dating Harry styles. First of all, their fashions together, gorgeous. One of the pictures showed her wearing a turban and then her him turban wearing a turban. Her turban looked ridiculous though. But he lo- looked good on him. He also wore a bathrobe to her friend's I know, I wedding. saw that. That was really strange. So she is directing him in a movie right now. And I remember reading about the movie before. I can't tell you what it is now. I don't remember. But I had read about it like a, I guess a month ago. And I was like, oh, that's fun. Harry Styles, yada yada because you know I love Harry Styles. I didn't think it was going to turn out like this. But today I was looking on page six he's got a history of dating older women she's not that older she's six years he's done much no older she's than 40 that. oh really i thought it was only like six no, years she, it's like 10 years she's like 40 and i think he's 30 well he can do whatever he wants because he's harry styles yeah but like, now, has he ever dated a man is he bi or yeah, no he says he's like pan i think like he just like got it he's down for whatever which like cool. i get that like we see that about him but he's never really dated a man that we know of there's no public relationship but he's dated nicole scherzinger who's like smoking that's crazy to me it doesn't seem like his type though although i don't know what his type is but that doesn't seem like what i imagine his type to be like his type goes somewhere between like his beautiful ultra mega hot sexy victoria's secret model to just like elegant pretty woman who's got her shit together yeah and then taylor swift which like whatever kendall jenner like multiple times yeah yeah and then he dated a bunch of like three different victoria's secret models he dated that woman whose name i don't know because she's big in britain and not here but the one who just recently killed herself that was like a judge on x factor carolyn's oh right he dated her when she was when he was 17 and he was on x factor the first time she was 30 um which in the wow. United States of America, that is statutory rape. Illegal. It's illegal. Also, I don't find Harry Styles, like, aside from his, like, joie de vie, yeah. I don't actually find him, 
like just attractive just to look at. But the way that he carries himself and how he's so sure of himself and his sense of style, I find that all very attractive. And I think that if I met him, he's probably hella magnetic. Yeah. But if I just like look at him, he doesn't do anything. For I me. agreed with you up until recently. And then, you know, my son is obsessed with Harry Styles. So we watch a lot of Harry Styles and he has a very magnetic smile. And I am not like one of those chicks who's like, I love a smile. But like his smile is very like playful and in Spanish we call it maldito which is like like a little bit bad but like who are you Hilaria Baldwin (laughs) yeah I know but no but like in Spanish we call it maldito I just don't know how to explain it in English because it's just a term I've always heard even though I don't speak Spanish fluently it's a term I've always heard in Spanish and I just don't know like mischievous I guess would be the closest kind of example of it Uh, I don't know I just think he's really hot and yeah he has this like confidence and this the swagger the swagger is real. It is like self-confident without being arrogant, I think is the thing. Now, I have to tell you, if you were to date him, he would speak with a British accent. That's okay. Apparently that gets me going now, so... Bring it on, Harry Styles. Here's to the new year where Ashley is into British May, I wonder if that would be like the one guy Sebastian would be okay with me dating or if he would end up hating Harry Styles too. I don't know. But he, the other day, Sebastian wanted me to dress him really cool. Oh no, for Christmas. For Christmas, he got some cool clothes and he was like, you think this Harry style cool? And I was like, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> That's Harry style cool. You think this Harry style cool? I'm like, put a pussy bow on it and then it's yeah, Harry like, style like cool. even a three-year-old recognizes the cool swagger of Harry's styles the innate swagger okay so the next one hilaria which we talked about last time she's being considered for real housewives of new york nothing makes me happier than this news nothing makes me happier than to picture if her and bethany bethany would chew her ass i know beth oh there's also some hot goss with that i just want to see her land of delusion co-mingle with luann's land of delusion sonia's ramona ramona's and then i want uh Leah and I think the new chick I don't know her name both seem pretty like grounded in reality to just kind of like smack it down and just be like you crazy ass bitch I want to watch it I need to absorb it I need to see it in my life ugh I just, I hope it happens. I hope it's not just bullshit talk. That would be so amazing. And Andy Cohen, oh, with Watch What Happens. Oh my God, that would be so amazing. They have to put it in the deal that like, if you're going to be on, we have to like address this. Like, there can't be a deal made. These are my terms. These are my Ashley Heron-Smith terms. There cannot be a deal made that she escapes showing her real life or talking about this escapade. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times they'll do stuff like that. What's the over-under? Will she speak with an accent on Real Housewives or not? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I think she will be very hesitant to do it ever again. I would be. I mean, I just, I can't wait. I can't. What's the gossip with Bethany? Uh, I don't know if you watched these seasons of Roni. Carol's last season, Bethany's second to last season, which I guess would have made it season 10, sounds right? They were like best friends. No, the season before that. Yeah, so season nine, I think, don't quote me. They were like best friends. Season 10, they come back. And all of a sudden, there's like this weird dynamic between the two of them where they're like just not really friends. And it seems like 
Carol doesn't really understand why and Bethany's not coming out and saying why and no one's really understood and there's been all this speculation and back and forth and like what really happened and it came out on Twitter yesterday that apparently what happened was that Bethany was in the middle of filming that spinoff show on Bravo with Frederick from Million Dollar Listing. Oh you mean the one that I was on? No. I don't know. Were you on Million Dollar Listing? I thought you were on one of her Bethany Has a Baby shows. No, the Million Dollar, the real estate Okay, so yeah. So she was in the middle of filming that and it started to come out that she and Frederick just hate each other. Oh, I knew that. I could could have told you that. Okay, well, this is not public knowledge. And they didn't want to work together. They were discovering that Bethany's been trying to get spinoff shows for as long as humanly possible. Bravo apparently felt like she just can't hold a show on her own. Carol is best friends with Cassandra Gray, who's okay, so Cassandra Gray started Violet Gray, um, which is like a luxury beauty kind of blog Instagram that sells like a goop. She, her husband, I guess, had just died, and Carol knows about being a widow better than anybody, wrote the book on it literally, and was. I guess, living with Cassandra Gray to basically help her in this adjustment period, this really hard time. Supposedly, Bethany kept trying to hang out with them. And being like, I want to hang out with them because apparently Cassandra Gray has some in at Paramount or something and was trying to get some kind of spinoff show. But Bethany never came out and said it. And Carol was like, this is just like an inappropriate time. I guess that's what Bethany was so upset about was that like Carol wasn't giving her exactly what she wanted, which, you know, was to further to propel her career. And you know what? As as a big Bethany fan, I believe all of it. I totally yeah, I do too. believe it. I just feel like she has an agenda, which is okay yes. at this point. It's fine. It. You, listen, you don't get to where she is without an agenda. You know, she has a, a new show that's about to come out on HBO Max. I got to the first level of auditions for it. But you don't get there if you're not willing to kind of be a little doggy dog about things, which is why I don't get anywhere. <laughs> Me too. Emma Stone is expecting, which I'm happy for her. I'm happy she found love and is expecting. I actually really like she's her. Married she's married to that. I'm a fan of yeah, hers. Yeah, that, that writer from SNL. Apparently she is very strange though. And then I just want to say Kirk Cameron can't stop throwing maskless Republican Party God parties. God should smite him for being so reckless in this fucking dangerous ass time. Evidently a couple of his parties, like everyone tests a positive. He's like a super spreader alone. And then just a side note, no one cares, really. No one cares about that either, really. But Candace, his sister, posted a Christmas card that everybody hates. Yeah, well, she's annoying, too, with her, like, Miss, I'm so Christian, but, and I don't, like, when she was on Dancing with the Stars, this is why I don't like her. She was on Dancing with the Stars, and she did this whole, th- it was when Full House, like, the reboot first came out. Fuller House. Right, Fuller House. She, like, would refuse to wear certain outfits, and I guess do certain things because it was too sexy, didn't go with her Christian values. But then if you ever look at her Instagram account, I don't really understand the difference. Like one is dancing. It's not a big deal. You're not having sex. And then the other is like your everyday life. You're like a 40 something year old woman who looks fantastic wearing short shorts and heels like and like a bikini or right. Like I don't see a problem with either, but I don't understand where she draws the line and is like one is acceptable and one is not. They just seem like very hypocritical. Nothing bothers me more than hypocrisy like veiled in religion. It's very real Housewives of Salt Lake City yes. when she's like, listen, my version of Mormonism is it's okay to have a liquor right. brand. So that's hot goss, guys. We love a hot goss. We do, very much. We also love a hot mess, which is what we are. So 
Ashley, I want to ask mm. you, what stage of quarantine are you in? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I had sex two times in one or two weeks. So I guess that's an improvement. I don't know. Here's the thing. Had you asked me before our break, I would have been like, I am in like hanging on by a thread that is about to, you know, when you were little and you were losing a tooth and the tooth would hit, you would like twist it and it would hang on by one little string. And that string was like so strong, but also so delicate. Like if you just pulled it hard enough, it would pop off, but it was scary to pull it hard enough. That is where I was before we had two weeks off, um, where it was just like, I cannot handle anything else. But right now I'm feeling we're two days into being back into, you know, quote unquote, real pandemic life. And I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling refreshed. I'm feeling in charge-ish. Not of my destiny because it's pandemic, but you know, (laughs) I'm feeling okay. I'm sorry. That was not the most, I am growing sprouts. Okay. That's, this is the kind of content that I want. You're growing sprouts. You're at the sprouts kombucha phase of quarantine. Yeah, it's not for kombucha. It was like PJ Library sent us a thing to like make your own microgreens. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm growing some microgreens. I'm just saying, I'm saying you're in the stage where you're growing microgreens and you're drinking kombucha. Yes, I am drinking kombucha because I'm constipated. Right. Yeah. Getting horny from British people. Yeah, I've gained all that weight back and no longer care. So that's also the stage. This is is what I was looking for, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you for this. I'm also at the stage where I no longer care how much weight I've put on because at this point it's like if my joy comes from drinking and eating and that is my only joy right now, why would I deprive myself of that joy? Plus, I don't have to wear real pants, so what does it matter? I'm currently wearing a romper with a shirt over it because I didn't even want to put yoga pants on. (laughs) I wanted zero waistband, so I put on a romper with a shirt over it like pretend pants. That's the stage of quarantine that I am. Why do you think that that just because onesie was my hashtag swag bag pick last week? Like, you can't feel fat in it. You just don't feel fat in it. You just, it's flowy. You feel you nothing, feel nothing. It, which is exactly what It I- shows none of your fat. Your titties are flopping. You still look pretty. It's like, you know, you just got to find how to disguise these things in all of this. Well, let me tell you what stage of quarantine I'm at. Okay. I'm making ice cream at home. Yep. Decided to make home ice cream. Yep. I joined a bird club. Cool. Do you have to pay to be a part of a bird club? No. I joined a bird club because I got... What do you do in a bird club? You just talk about birds. <laughs> and then back when when quarantine is won't be, you take bird wa- watching walks together oh, in the nice. park. that's nice. I like that. But we got a bird feeder. I'm like just loving the bird. It's like... Oh, it's it's page six of birds. I'm like, we got a cardinal. Yeah. We got a speckled ladder uh, woodpecker. Yeah. We got a, I'm just so excited. Yeah. You know, no judgment from me on the bird front. Oh, right. I forgot. I'm the one who always gets judged for my love of birds, so. It's true. Now you can judge yeah. me. Plants are life. I just had Lee pick up some fiddle leaf fern clippings mm. that I'm going to try to propagate and turn into trees. Ooh. I'll give you yeah, one. Yeah, I would. I like fiddle leaf ferns. And I like, and propagating, I found out that aloe babies are called pups. That's adorable. And so I'm just like propagating plants. I'm watching birds. I've bought my third at-home gel manicure kit. Why? The first two didn't cut it? The first one was not good. The second one was a do-it-at-home dip nail. Yeah. It's just far too much work. And there's something called dip flu, which is where you ingest the chemicals <gasps> into your lungs and it gives you the flu. So I'm like, mm, maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm trying the third one that seems safer. I'm going to do it if I ever get a goddamn moment to myself. Because as you know, right now my kid has a diarrhea diaper. My dog is here. And I'm trying to record before my psychic, psychic session at 2.30. So it's like, you know, this is my life. 
this is my life. Um, so that's where I am at quarantine. Where are you guys? I want to hear about where you guys are. Like, what is the most ridiculous stage of quarantine you are at right now? Because we've moved past sourdough starter. Oh, yeah. We're beyond sourdough starter. My one friend is at the stage where she's making her own yogurt in an Instapot. Wow. I mean, I know people who did that before. So I've been considering making my own pickles, which I've always considered doing. But now I'm like, "Ah, I might actually do it. I'm also, oh, you know what other phase I'm at? I'm at the redoing every part of my house phase. I've been there, but now it's like real hardcore. It's like overdrive. So the cleaning everything out. Which stage of quarantine? Are you in a like a Gwyneth Paltrow learn a new language stage? that. Are you like start a new business stage? Are you in a having an affair stage, an online affair? Just tell us where you're at. Should we do hashtag swag bag? Hashtag swag bag. Ashley, you want to go first? Sure. So this is probably my mom's hashtag swag bag. She gave it to me for Christmas. It was one of her little gifts for me. And I understand why it's been her hashtag swag bag pick. And now it is mine. It's the Evan Healy Wild Carrot Nourishing Eye Balm. It's like a eye balm stick. It's about $25. I didn't actually know it was called an eye balm stick, even though I look at it every day. I guess I just haven't read it. But I use it everywhere I need moisture. Like I put it around my eyes. I put it on my lips. I put it on my cuticles and it just feels so good. I love that it's in a stick and you can take it everywhere. It is awesome. I can't believe it's $25. I like the idea of an eye balm stick. Yes. I've been using an eye cream, which I'm not going to say because I'm going to save it for another hashtag swag bag because it is, I think, the best eye cream I've ever used. But it's really helped. I like have no fine lines around my eyes right now, which I was. But I'll put that on. Like I'll do my like serum. I'll put on my regular eye cream. And then I go and put on my uh, St. Jean oil. And then I put the eye balm in and just like pat it in. And it it feels so good. And I just feel like it really is making a difference because 2020 has aged me and I'm not cute right now. What's yours? Okay, so I follow this influencer on Instagram named Jane. I don't know what her last name is, but she owns Edo Salon. So her Instagram is Jane Edo Salon. She's like famous in the hair industry for cutting like cool girl French shags. Like what you have now. Right. And so I had been wanting to go for go to her, but she cuts like in San Francisco. So I'm like, when am I going to get out there? Like, that's not going to happen. She comes to New York and cuts and I, I've really wanted to, I just love her. So she had a cut your own bangs New Year's thing where you a hundred people could log in on zoom and buy a ticket and for two hours she taught you uh, how to cut your own bangs and like the sides of your face like you know like your around your hairline kind right. of using a razor a special kind of hair cutting razor based on how much forehead you have the shape of your face like your commitment level how to style them and it's like a game changer like I can cut people's bangs now I did it on myself it was great I'm gonna do it on Luna it's like amazing it's like I feel like this was the quarantine thing I needed now I can like upkeep my hair in between stuff that's a really good swag bag pick I think because you know like and she teaches all sorts of classes, how to cut a full shag on your hair. Like she's, she teaches all these virtual classes and you've joked about it on one of the shows we've been on before, but I get a lot of haircuts because with short hair, if it even grows out even a little bit or gets too like thick in an area, it starts to look really bad. Yeah. And so I spend a lot of money and time getting trims. Mm. Totally worth it. And then she gives you the Zoom class 
recorded so that you can watch it later if you like forgot stuff. That's awesome. She had a hundred people on there. Wow. Like she's huge. And I posted about it that I did it. And like all these people, it was crazy. Like, first of all, there were, I didn't even scroll through all the pages to see the people. Three people that I know who don't even live anywhere near me were on the were on huh. it. Three people that I just randomly know from different walks of life who live all over the country were on it, which I was like, wow, that's strange yeah. in itself. I've never even heard of her. Two, two of my really close haircutter friends were like, oh my God, she's a legend. I can't believe you took that class. I got the opportunity to take a class with her once and it like changed my life. Like she's that big of a deal. She was written up in the New York Times recently about giving yourself your own quarantine huh. haircut. I guess I just didn't realize the things sell out pretty quick. Like I I think it sold out like the first day that she listed it, but she's going to be doing more of them. It was like really, it was two hours and it was like very thorough. I can now like trim everybody's That's hair. That's awesome. Well, I feel really good too because one of the things that quarantine has really upset me about is that a lot of small businesses and artists and stuff have no way to make money. Her salon is like closed down. I know other hairdressers, their salons are closed down. It's like, you know, she's a single mother. By doing this... She's making money to keep her salon open, pay the rent so that when things do open up again, you know, I feel good about paying the people that I care about, even if it's just, and I really recommend this, like even if it's just tipping them, like my hairdresser and my eyebrow lady, sometimes I just send them like a little bit of money, like as an extra tip to get them through this time. And then the next time when things do open, maybe I just don't tip them as much, but they need money like right now. Like it's hard to get through this stage, you know, like they need the money now. Because that stimulus check isn't really doing shit. So I just felt good about that. Like, I just, I felt good about it. And it was so worth it. Everybody who cut their hair looked great because people posted pictures afterwards. Like, there wasn't any bombs. Hmm. That's awesome. And and there was hardly, there was like no professional hairstylists on there. One silver lining about all of this is it's been kind of fun to see how this has tested people's creativity in terms of their businesses or their crafts not like we should have to be in this position I'm just spinning it it's fun to see how like somebody teaching a class on how to cut your own bang like that's thinking outside the box and she probably made a shit ton of money I mean you said 100 people went she did yeah she did so it's nice to see that you know, people are getting creative with things. It's kind of interesting. She even said, like, I'm really nervous teaching as many times as I taught these classes to teachers. It's always weird, like, you know, stylists. It's always weird for me to do this in front of, just in general, in front of Zoom. Like, I'm so nervous. I'm not really like a presentational kind of person. And she's like, and she's like, you know, my friends encouraged me to teach this class. It just felt weird to do it. But so many of you reached out and said you wanted it. And so, you know, I guess I'll do more of these because we don't know how long this is going to last. Like, she really expressed how she really likes to be in with the person and that this is like not her, but she understands there's a need for it and people really wanted it. And she liked it once she got started, but she's like, this is weird. Like, I'm having to figure out reinvention and I'm like you know a 40 plus woman trying to like reinvent myself again like how many times have I done this you know amen sister so anyway I liked it it felt really cool also weirdly being on a zoom with like 100 people all who were like yeah let's like tackle this quarantine thing and like get something out of it and like it felt like homesteading we're like yeah we're gonna do this on our own empowerment like yeah and it was a lot about being brave enough to cut your own hair and how how hair is like I'm going far too long about this but just how I, I was thinking it I didn't want to say it I was like I get it we, the, we're we proud of this lady yeah hair is a sensitive thing like people get nervous cutting their own hair so it was also like an empowerment thing that's yeah all. it was great that's all I'm done I'm done I'm done <laughs> all right well that was fun Ashley's like all right well that ended weird okay let's go bye <laughs> and it, have a good day guys we- <laughs>
We're at the level of pandemic where this shit just, we just got weird. I'll talk to you later. All right. See ya. Bye, all. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at momtouragepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com. <laughs>